Welcome to the business of being well. If you're a hands-on practitioner who wants to grow a profitable business without working your life away, you're in the right place. So sit back, take a deep breath, and enjoy the show. with a new guest to the show. Her name is Jen Franks Ahagotu. And I'm super excited for her to join us today. When I first um, encountered her on Facebook, actually, I was like, I really want to have you on my podcast. I've never talked to you before, um, but I just knew by what you said in your Facebook cover photo that <laughs> I wanted to talk with you and share your work. So here we are. Okay. So I'll let you go ahead and introduce yourself, share more about who you are and what you do. Sure. Yeah. Well, first of all, I just wanted to say thank you so much, Danielle, for having me on the show. I'm really excited to be here. And yeah, so my name is Jen Franks Ahagotu, and I am a course creation coach. So I help women, mostly entrepreneurs, to take the expertise and the passion that they have and translate that into an online course that actually is a business for them. So either their primary business or a branch of their business. So we make sure that you get paid for um, for sharing your expertise. And you haven't always done this work. There was kind of a journey that you went on that led you here. Do you want to share more about that? Sure, sure. So my background is as an educator. I come from a long line of educators. Um, my mom was a teacher and an administrator, and um, and that's what I did for the first 15 years of my career. And I thought that I would just follow in my mom's footsteps and um, just, you know, work in public education in the same way that she did. And something along the way just drew me to doing something more entrepreneurial, something more um, independent. And I just was really drawn to the online course space in particular. So I, I had been thinking about different kinds of businesses that I could do. And I eventually found out that you could share your expertise online and get paid for that. And so I thought that's perfect. That's exactly what I want to be doing. And you know, just learn step-by-step how to do that. And that's how I'm uh, doing that today. I would imagine that as an, as a person educated in education, you have a serious advantage (laughs) to meet this work. Now I say that I'm like, oh, maybe not, but um, I'm not educated in education. I worked in higher education as like an adjunct faculty member for seven years Uh, Well, adjunct for three years, but before that, I was full-time faculty for four years. And and I think that there were a lot of things that I learned in that space um, that were definitely helpful and, like, carried over into the online business space, course creation specifically. But not not that much. It's like, no, there is no program that, well, there's no university program that I know of that prepares you to do this work, right? Um, So what are some of the things that people ask you or like some of the misconceptions that people have about what an online course is? Yeah. Yeah. That's a good question. You know, I think I think that a lot of people that I speak to know that they want to share their expertise. They know that they want to do it online. And then that's pretty much where they, where it stops. Like they just really have no idea 
necessarily how to do it themselves. Some of them have taken courses. Um, and of course, there are all different kinds of courses that you can take. So some of them have experienced certain kinds. Um, and then they, they more or less have this idea that this would be a good idea, that people are doing it, and then really need to know a lot more about how does this even really work, right? Because it isn't that traditional teacher job, administrator job, you know, doctor, lawyer, whatever, just yeah. like you were saying that who, nobody teaches you how to do this. Nobody does. <laughs> well, <laughs> like we don't I, grow up learning this necessarily. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least I didn't grow up learning how to do this. Um, and so, so yeah, a lot of it is, I would say I, I get less misconceptions and more just, I'm interested. How do I even start? Like that is the, that's the first question that I get from people. I'm interested, you know, what do I even do to get this going? I have one common misconception that comes my way, which is, is this a multi-level marketing thing? <laughs> <laughs> and and I can mm -hmm. understand why that question or confusion, if you want to call it that, um, is there because with an online course, you can scale the income. You can help as many people as you want to, like an infinite number of people with the program. And it doesn't take more time from you to do that. So the messaging does kind of sound like multi-level marketing or like network marketing businesses, right? But but not the same thing um, for a variety of reasons. So, <laughs> so I just wanted to clear that up for anyone that might be wondering. Um, so what are some of the things that people come to you, like they, ha they have an idea for their course or they don't have an idea for their course? First of all, let's talk about that. Right. Yeah. So usually people have some idea of what they want to teach. Either they have an idea, but it's not as concrete as they want it to be or that it needs to be to actually create the course, mm -hmm. or they have a bunch of different ideas. They have all these different interests and they know they want to create a course, but they don't know which one is the quote unquote best idea, you know, what's, which is the best idea for them. Mm -hmm. And yeah. And so usually there's a, there's a period where we need to talk about what is it that you really want to do? What's your, you know, what is, your purpose in terms of creating this course. Um, and then, then we go through a process of really narrowing down, okay, what is it exactly that you want to create? Like, who do you want to create this course for? And what is going to be the result for that person? Because usually, you know, people, so for example, I have a client who went through a divorce and now has a desire. She's a life coach and she helps other women go through, um, go through their, their divorce, come out the other side and really be able to thrive on the other side of divorce. Right. So, um, so she needed to get really clear on, okay, who is my ideal person for this? You know, who is the, the kind of like, she wants to work with women and, you know, um, we also talked about, well, where exactly in their process of divorce are they when they first start to work with you, right? So we had to get really clear on a lot of the details because with a course, you want to be really clear of what is the person's point A, mm -hmm. what is your process to get them to point B? And you've got to be super, super clear on that. 
Um, and then sometimes, you know, I work with people who have a lot of content. And so maybe they have a, you know, a podcast, for example, or they've got a book or they've got, um, they give speeches or things like that. And they have a lot of content and it's about figuring out, okay, who is the specific person that I want to pull from all of, you know, uh, all of the people who consume my content and creating a course for that specific person. So um, depending on where that person is, there's always a process for getting really clear on the who and what the result is and then what that process is to help them achieve what they want to achieve. So I teach the same point A to point B kind of thought process in my own program. And I find that it's really challenging for practitioners to embrace the point A to point B concepts and you're nodding mm-hmm. your head in agreement. What are your what are your thoughts about why that is, first of all? Why are people why do people struggle to embrace that one problem, one possibility? Yeah. You know, I, I think that it's hard when you're in something to see to see it at a bird's eye view. I think that we're, we all have challenges with that. And so, you know, I have a certain service that I provide where we outline your course in an hour and we kind of go through the major points of it and everything and people love it. And I think one of the reasons that they love it is because they just want to be able to talk to somebody about their ideas and have somebody else, you know, say back to them what they have said and kind of ask them probing questions to move them further. So, um, so yeah, I think that it's a hard process to do on your own. It really is. And even if you can have anybody to talk through with it, it can be really helpful for you. And, you know, I also think that when you're an expert in something, most of the time you've spent years, you know, working on it, studying it, you know, going through whatever, whatever you've gone through in your life. And so you, you have probably, you know, six or seven courses that you could potentially teach within that area of expertise. And so it's hard, it's hard to make a decision um, uh, about what exactly you want to focus on. And then I would say the last thing is that people, you know, when you're thinking about selling something, a lot of times I hear people say, well, I want this to be for everyone. And I want, you want to be able to invite whoever and make it, you know, kind of make it work for whoever might be interested because you're thinking, well, I want to make sure I get sales and I want lots of people to be interested in it when really um, it can really muddle your message if you do that. So actually going more specific gets, you know, it sends that right message to the right person, which actually helps you in your, with your sales rather than trying to appeal to everyone, which you really can't do. How does someone know if they are an expert, like expert enough to create Mm -hmm. an online course? I hear this a lot. I'm not an expert in anything. And I'm like, "Eh." (laughs) yeah, I agree that word expert. It's a loaded word. It's a loaded word. And I feel like as I was saying, and I was thinking, oh yeah, that feels, it even feels loaded now, even though it's something that I use all the time um, with people, but you know, how do you know that you're an expert? I would say that it's really, you know, can you do you think that you can help somebody with this problem? Either do you think that you can help somebody with this problem? Have you already helped somebody with this problem? Have you gone through something that 
you could help somebody go through as well. Like a lot of people, when they're thinking about, especially their first course, a lot of times you're really helping an earlier version of yourself. And so you're an expert in your experience. Everybody is. And so if you think about it that way, then, you know, you then bringing somebody else through that same process, it's, it's something that you, you're so close to it. And so you may not think about it you think about yourself as being an expert in that, but honestly, you really are. So whether you want to use that word or not, we've all been through um, things that we can help other people with. Yeah, I think we are on the same page with this. I feel like when someone asks me or tells me they don't have the expert status or like, are they expert enough to create an online course? I typically tell them just to forget that notion of being an expert after having an online business for six years, um, I don't feel like an expert, you know, like um, some people think that I am an expert. I don't feel like one. There's a difference. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know that there's ever going to be a point in my own career where I'm going to say I am an expert and really feel like I am that expert. Now that might be my own limiting beliefs, but I think it's also just natural for us to continue to want to learn. And then, you know, as you learn, you see how much more there is available to learn. So I just encourage people to not, to not attach to needing to be an expert, to not Mm -hmm. let that stop them from helping more people with what, as you said, like they've typically already helped people with this particular problem. They know that they can do it when they are able to drop the stories. Yeah, I totally agree. I totally agree. And yeah, just if you if you know that you can help somebody, then go ahead and do it. To me, it's as simple as that. If you know that you can help somebody, go ahead and do it. And, you know, whether again, whether you use that word expert or not, just know that you don't have to be perfect in order to help somebody else. I think that, you know, a lot of times we hold ourselves to a higher standard than we do for the people that we accept help from. Right. So we think, oh, I have to know everything. I have to be everything. I have to have all of the answers in order for me to help somebody else. And yet, you know, we might choose a coach or just a mentor, whoever it is who's helping you with with um, solving a problem that you have that, you know, we don't expect that person to be perfect. So it's almost like it's important for us to give ourselves the grace that we give other people in, in a similar role. So there isn't an external source that I know of that grants you the expert status to create an online course. Mm -hmm. Is there anything like that that you know of? Oh, no, not that I know of. Nope. Nope. Right. So, (laughs) so, (laughs) right. So that just like further affirms, you know, that we don't need to have some kind of external validation or permission that it's really just making a choice that this is how you want to help people and then doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's it. That's (laughs) it. I mean, I say that's it, but um, it's definitely more in your head than it is anywhere else. Yeah. So what are some of the mistakes that you see people make? If you want to call them mistakes, like some of the things that you, that you see people do that maybe you wish they didn't have to do or that they knew sooner to do in a different way as yeah. a free online course. 
Yeah, I would say the biggest mistake that I see people doing is that they create their entire course without actually selling it. And that's that's where I read in your Facebook photo that like you help people sell their course before they've created it. And I was like, oh my gosh, thank you. (laughs) Yeah. And spend some more time talking about that. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. Because whenever I say that people are like, that sounds great, but I don't understand. Yeah. (laughs) So, so yeah. So I think, so when I help people to create their course, we always do something called pre-selling it, which is basically that you get very, very clear on what your course is about and you create a very clear outline. Again, we talk about who the course is for, what the result is going to be, the major steps to get to that result. And then we talk about, you know, how much support are you going to give people? Is it more hands-on, more hands-off? And, you know, we um, come up with a price for it. And really, we're so super clear. It's almost like you can see this course in your mind's eye. But you haven't created it yet, okay? Mm-hmm. Because that takes a lot of time and effort and, and all of that. And you want to make sure that you actually have customers before you go through that whole process of creating this this amazing asset. But you've got to make sure that you make that connection to the people that would like to actually take the course. And so once we outline it, then we start having conversations with people. Now, of course, there's tons of different ways to market, whether you're doing organic traffic, paid traffic, um, you know, are you doing a webinar? Are you doing just conversations with people? Are you hitting up the DMs? Like there's tons of different ways to do it, but it's really important, at least in my opinion, that you get those first sales in the door based on the outline for your course, then once you have at least a couple people who are ready, who have said yes, who have literally pulled out their credit cards and paid you, then you go ahead and you, um, and you give that course. So, you know, whenever, again, whenever I say this, people are like, you know, you were talking about like multi-level marketing, like it sounds, it sounds bizarre (laughs) when you say it, but so for example, I, I like to give the example of So a more traditional job, right? So let's say you're working in an office and you you would never just come up with a project and then just spend months doing this project for your boss who has never said that that he or she wants you to do this project and then say, I've done this project. It's amazing. Here you go. Your boss would be like, well, you know, what are you talking about? Like, that's not what I wanted you to do or that's not where the company's going or I didn't authorize this, right? Mm -hmm. Um, You would always, you always, um, usually your boss lets you know, okay, this is what I'd like you to do and you do it. And so it's sort of the same thing in the online marketing space and just in the marketing space in general, you it's got to be validated. You have to know that somebody wants something before you put it out into the world. And so it's a little less like, you know, a traditional where you have a boss telling you that, but essentially your customers are like your boss and they need to tell you that they want this before you go through all the trouble. So just in case anyone is hearing this and thinking like, oh yeah, that would work for someone else, but not work for me. Or does that, is that really possible to sell your course before you create it? I've done this a few times. And the first time I, I sold the course before I had actually created the course, mm-hmm. I had a mm, roughly $50,000 launch 
which was like in, in approximately one week, we had $50,000 of sales for a course I hadn't created. And then the next time, actually the most recent time that I sold a program before I had created it, it was an $83,000 launch. So here are those numbers and just know that it's, I, I totally, like if it's possible for me, <laughs> I feel like it's possible for anyone because again, I'm not educated in education. I don't have any kind of like graphic design skills or anything like that. I have just put one foot in front of the other and kept going and kept going. And, um, and I always think about like, do I want to take the time? Does it make sense to put in the time to create a course, have the whole course done and then put it out there and find that nobody signs up for it. That's a huge risk. So as I support many people who are doctors and I know the value of their time. And I'm like, no, don't do that because your time is so valuable. You could, you could be spending that time with your patients or clients in your practice instead of creating a course that doesn't sell later. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like they're really, you know, there are no guarantees and especially as you're just getting started. I think that this is particularly important as you're just getting started that, you know, as you are making that match between your messaging and the people who are interested and, you know, it's really important to get that really well connected. And, you know, you can almost think of your first course as a test for that, you know, testing your messaging, testing, is this what people want? And, um, and, Yeah, you definitely want to make sure that you test, test, test. That's a big part of marketing um, so that you're creating things that people really want and then you're good to go. And then, you know, you're actually getting paid to create that course, which is really exciting. Yeah, it is exciting. It is. It's taken me through a journey of increasing my self-worth isn't really what it feels like, but those are the words that are coming to my mind, you know, to allow it to be okay to bring that much revenue into my business for something that I hadn't even made yet. Mm-hmm. That's where I think it triggers a lot of people because they feel like, is it really okay to do that? Is it, is it swindling people? No, it's not about that. It's like, again, it's just protecting your time and your energy so that you are not finding yourself in that place where you've put all that time and energy into creating something that doesn't actually work. Um, and, and then knowing that you're going to show up and you're going to provide a great experience after you have pre-sold that course. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And it is, yeah, it is a sort of a, um, a mindset thing. And, you know, I would just say that, sort of juxtapose that with just saying, oh, you know, with just, um, with just pulling something out of thin air. Like we're not talking about just, oh, I had this idea. I'm going to go and sell it and, you know, get people to pay for it. It's really not about that. Like you have spent time 
crafting this and figuring out all the details. And it's, it's really, you have a very, very, at least the way that, you know, the process that I go through with people is that you have a really, really clear outline and you know exactly what it's about. You know that it's something that you can do. You know that the timing makes sense and all of that. So it's a lot of planning. It's a lot of planning. It's almost like, you know, um, maybe when you're creating a blueprint for a house, somebody has, looks at that blueprint and says like, okay, yep, I'm going to pay you to construct this house. And, you know, the house isn't there yet, but the blueprint tells you exactly what you're going to do. So, um, so yeah, I I think that that's an important distinction to make. That's a great analogy too. It gives, it gives a really nice visual picture to the whole process. Okay. Let's keep going with mistakes. So creating the course before actually having sold the course, mistake number one, what's next? Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's see. Mistake number two. Um, You know, the other mistake. Okay, so the other mistake that I find, especially with people who are just getting started with their business, is not necessarily understanding that there are a lot of skills to build up in terms of um, in terms of not only creating a course, but also selling your course, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people will think, oh, okay, I've got this idea and I'm going to have some conversations and they're, they're, you know, they're really excited to have a, like a, a sales call and which is amazing. No doubt. Like I remember my, you know, my first sales call. I remember my first sale. It's really, really exciting. Um, but also I think that it's important for people to remember that these are skills that you have to build up, right? So the skill of outlining a course, the skill of um, connecting and finding who your ideal clients are, the skill of having a sales call and actually, um, you know, being able to sell on that call. Um, I always say, so I always say that it's a really exciting thing when you get to mess up a whole bunch of sales calls, because it means that you've done all of this work to get to the point where you're actually, you know, on the phone with somebody who's interested in working with you. And it takes some time to, to, um, to really learn how to do that. So, you know, I would say another mistake that people make is kind of um, having unrealistic expectations of the process and then getting discouraged because of that. Okay. Not realizing that there are different skills that you've got to build up in order to do this and they take time and it's not about you. It's just about taking the time to really learn those skills. Yeah. I remind people of this often. Um, For example, for chiropractors, I'm a chiropractor, so I really relate to the experience of being a chiropractor. For chiropractors who create their online course and, you know, if we're in a conversation, uh, a Q&A session, for example, and they're talking about their conversations with people who are interested in the program but don't end up enrolling the program, in other other words, called sales conversations, right? They feel like I'm just, I'm not a salesperson. And I'm like, well, let's think back to the time that you were in chiropractic school and you had never adjusted someone before. And how do you feel now? Think back to where you were then. How did you go from point A to point B? What did you, what did you do? And the thing that most people say is a lot of practice. I'm like, great. Okay. So this is going to also be the same. Like, 
you get better, you improve your skills with a lot of practice. So let's go find some people to practice with. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And it can be hard when, you know, you've spent all of this time building up your skills in a certain area and, you know, you've had a certain level of success and then it's hard sometimes to go back to being a novice, you know, it's not really comfortable. It's really not. And, you know, just like we were talking about before, when you're starting a business, you're a novice in starting a business when you're first, when you're first getting, getting going, even, you know, whether you've had formal training in it or not. And so, um, yeah, again, I always come back to this idea of really giving yourself grace on a number of different levels as you're going through the process. So how would you, how would you help someone know when is the right time for them to take this step? When is the right time for them to create their own course? Mm, Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I think, I think that you can. So, all right. To answer this one, I really think about a course in very broad terms. So I, I really, and, and as we were talking about before, I think about a course being you're getting a certain kind of person from point A to point B with your unique process um, and the way that you're going to help that person get to that, that step. And so you can use that framework in all different kinds of stages of your business. So let's say you just want to work one-on-one with people. Mm-hmm. Um, you can create a course or you can create that process And you can do it with just one person, right? Um, You can do a group coaching program or a mastermind where you lead a group of people through that, or you can create videos and you can sell it to thousands of people. So, um, so I would say it's never too early to get really clear on what your process is and what your unique, um, you know, way that you help people to get a particular result. It's just about, um, it's just about applying it to your business in the way that makes the most sense for you. I remember there was a moment about three years ago. So this was probably a year into having a membership site and like two years into coaching. I, I don't know, it was a webinar or something that I came across that caught my attention. And in it, I learned what a methodology was. And I learned that I didn't have one (laughs) in in the membership program. For example, I just kept creating new content that was like, I think this would be helpful and this would be helpful. And none of it really led people from point A to point B. And it was, it was also a big shift for me to like peel back the layers in a sense and stop creating new stuff all the time and just trust that I was creating a method that would really help people who, okay, so for example, and with my membership site, it was like women in chiropractic who have families who want to be present with their families, but they also want to grow a successful business. And how do you like strike the balance of doing both of those things? So the more I embrace this philosophy, the more I realized I do actually have a methodology. I just didn't know that it was there. I had to like go mine it in a sense that helps women go from overwhelmed and stressed out in their life and their business to working less and making more money, having more time freedom, having more time with their families. Again, sort of sounds like the multi-level marketing 
<laughs> network marketing messaging, right? But but truly just doing that in their own existing hands-on practice. Um, but once I was able to embrace that concept, it really changed things. What happened was people stopped complaining about how overwhelmed they were with all the content that I was creating. And they started to actually have better results. And I thought, this is strange. <laughs> Because isn't more information better? What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I love that. I love that. Less is more. Less (laughs) is more. The shortest distance from that point A to point B, the better. And the same thing goes for each you know, individual lesson that you give as part of your course. It's really not about, so when you think about the ultimate goal, the ultimate goal is not to have people sit through a lot of information. Like that doesn't get them anywhere. The ultimate goal is to be really, really clear on, okay, so for this lesson, this is exactly what I want the person to understand. This is what I want them to do. And then they should go and do it. There should be more time spent in the doing than in the learning. And, you know, and so, yeah, so it's really funny. I I talk about this a lot about the difference between information for information's sake versus really focusing on results. And when you focus on the results, as you were just mentioning, you really cut out the information. Like a lot of what people are paying for, for in the course is for you to help them be more efficient and to help them do things more quickly than um, than they would if they were just consuming lots of info. So yeah, yeah. or like googling it and figuring it out on their own. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Like anybody. I mean, there's so much information on you know Google, YouTube, everything. But you, what they're paying for is your unique curation of that information in a way that's designed for them to get their result. Yeah. How would you describe the right client for you? How does someone, how, how do you and the other person know you're the right fit for working together on creating their course? Mm, yeah. So I think, you know, the right person, you know, it's so funny when it comes to the right person. I think when people decide to work with you, they decide to work with you for all of these different reasons, right? So obviously it's somebody who wants to create a course it's, you know, also for me, it's somebody who is willing to put in the time to build up their skills, like I was talking about in terms of actually knowing who their ideal client is, where to find that person, actually going out and finding that person, and then, um, you know, um, moving on from there in terms of um, making sure that you're, you're seen as an authority online and getting into sales calls. So it's it's definitely somebody who understands that it's a process and is going to be patient with them and is going to be willing to um, put in that time because they really believe in what they're doing. Um, And then I've also had people who have signed on with me because of, you know, because of who I am, right? So as an African-American woman, I have a lot of other African-American women who are really interested. Sometimes people see that my last name is Nigerian and like, oh, she like she's Nigerian, you know, like she's going to get me on this level. Um, you know, I've had some times where I've said something in a, in a three-day challenge that really resonated with some. And literally, like people will tell me these things afterwards after they've signed on. And so, you know, I think 
the, the point about that, that I would want people to know is that who you uniquely are is also a really good reason for people to sign on with you. So yes, there's the strategies and yes, there's the point A to point B and all of that great stuff. Amazing. And people are also going to sign on with you because of you and because of things that you can't even necessarily control. And so what I would say is to show who you are because those folks who are, you know, that resonates with are going to be so excited to work with you. That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Sure. Sure. Okay. If someone would like to learn more about your services and just you (laughs) working with you, (laughs) where's the best place for them to go? Yeah. So the best place for them to go is to my website, um, jenfranksahago2.com. So that's a great place to go. And, um, you know, you can also reach out to me on Facebook. I know you and I met on Facebook, so you can definitely um, send me a DM on Facebook. I don't know if you're going to have any, you know, any notes um, as part of, I'm sure you have notes as part of the podcast. So we can also put my direct, um, just my, my uh, booking link so that people can have a conversation. If you're ready to have a conversation, you know that you're excited about creating a course and you'd like to talk about that, we can certainly go right to that as well. So the usual channels. Awesome. Okay. Do you have any parting thoughts that you want to share before we wrap up? Yeah. So I think, um, I think, you know, the most, the most important thing that I want to get across is to trust yourself to really trust yourself. There's a lot of advice out there and there's a lot of people out there telling you this thing, that thing, no, the other, like there's so much noise. And I would say, you know, for myself, I listened, I was looking in all the places at certain points um, on this journey. And, you know, I think that, yes, it's great to learn. And yes, it's great to follow people and, and, and find out more about what they have, have to share And then listen to that voice inside of you and follow that voice. Always listen to that voice. Always follow that voice. That's the most important one. So I hope that that helps. For sure. Yes. Thank you so much. Okay. Um, So if you are listening um, in Apple podcast on an iPhone, basically, like over 50% of our users are, just scroll up and the show notes are there. So the links to Jen's website and social media will be there. You can easily just click through from the show notes. If you're listening on our website, again, same thing, basically just scroll down from where you're listening on the play bar and you'll find clickable links to connect with Jen from there. And thank you again so much. It's been awesome to connect with you. Yeah, you too. Thanks. Do you want to make more money without squeezing more patients or clients onto your schedule? If that's you, be sure to take my free class. In it, you'll learn how to bring leveraged income into your practice so you can work less, live more, and help more people than ever before. You can get signed up by going to drdanielleaton.com and click free.